Now, our next section is how to kind of take care of the family. And you'll notice that I've actually structured this in many ways from the most important people in your life, uh, kind of down the down a chain and down the hierarchy. And you'll notice, you know, I've put your intimate relationship, if you're in an intimate relationship, over the relationship you have with your children. Now, the reason that I've done that is because the relationship that the two of you have in your intimate relationship is the most important relationship within the family unit. Because if that relationship's not strong, just like if the relationship with yourself isn't strong, then every other relationship is going to be intact, impacted by that. And we all know people and we all might be people who've grown up and their relationship with mom and dad wasn't very good. They didn't prioritize the relationship. They just focused on the kids. That meant the passion died, the intimacy died, the connection died with the, with the parents because they weren't doing the work to keep their kingdoms together. And so the kids grew up and, you know, they thought it was their fault or they didn't get the right role model or that, you know, something didn't work in the way it was supposed to have worked. And so I'm not saying that your children are less important than you. What I'm saying is the rank order of the relationships from most important to least important is your relationship with yourself, then your relationship with your intimate partner, then your relationship that your family has uh, and your intimate partner and yourself have with your children. And it must be that way because it has to be sustainable. It has to allow you to be the hero. And if it's anything else other than that, you're not going to be able to be who you need to be for yourself, which means your basement, your kingdom aren't going to be operating in the way they need to, which means that's going to play out and you're going to be the lesser version of yourself. You're going to be more stressed, more overwhelmed, more anxious, more angry, more disconnected, which means you take that into your intimate relationship, which means that the other person isn't going to want to open up because you're not opening up, which means that relationship's built on shaky foundations. And again, two of you are going to fight more, be more angry, be more disconnected, be more stressed, not communicate, which then means you're going to take all of that into the relationship with your children, which means they're not going to feel safe. They're going to be, you know, more angry, less angry. They're not going to feel like, you know, they know where to be. They're going to feel like something's wrong with mommy and daddy or, or mommy and mommy and daddy and daddy. And all of that is all built from you actually not having your own relationships prioritized and actually taking care of yourself first. And then you're going to have to do some work to be able to do that. And you can do that work because you have the tools. I've already given them to you, but it's so important that you take that seriously because it is deliberate. Now, all of that said, the first thing I want to do before I get into the family section uh, is I really want to honor all of the people who don't have the opportunity to do what I'm going to talk about. Maybe you don't really have family. Maybe you've had to not have family because of who your family are. Maybe your family are in a different house than you. Maybe, you know, and, and I know this is happening. Maybe you live in a different state to your family because of work and then the state closed the borders and you can't get home. And, you know, I know examples of that happening. I really want to honor you and I really want to encourage you to still take as much as you can from this section. And, you know, if you don't have family to create a family with your friends and really use this as, you know, the opportunity to have family with your friends. Uh, and for those of you where it's not like that, but you're just maybe not around your family or something like that to still use the miracle that is technology to create connection and to create adventure with your family. Now, the biggest thing that you can do if you are in a household and you do have kids going around is you can actually use this as an adventure. And again, I'm going to keep hammering this point because I really want you all to see the opportunity you have. You're just never going to have this opportunity again to be spending this much intimate time with your family. And so at this stage of your life, the ability to help and inspire and to teach and to be there with your kids is never going to happen again. And no matter what age your kids are, you know, whether you're stuck with some millennials at home, uh, shout out to millennials, by the way, or if you've just got, you know, a three and a four year old running around causing chaos, how can all of you as a family unit create intentionality and to create an adventure around what's happening? 
How can you use this, what's happening in the world, to teach your kids about sacrifice, to teach your kids about service, to teach your kids about doing things for other people? Imagine if you sat down with your kids and you asked them to help you solve problems. Right? How can we be more hygienic? How can we help grandma or grandpa feel cared for right now? How can we help our community? What could we do for the doctors and the nurses right now? Imagine if you pose that question to your kids and you explain to them what needed to happen and then you help them come up with the answer and then you actually did what they said. Imagine what you're going to teach your kids in that moment. Right? How can you be there with your kids when their Mr. and Mrs. come up, when they feel stressed or they feel anxious or they feel worried? How could you go through that process with them? Right? How could you create puzzles and problems for your family unit to solve together and to really go through this again? And inside all of that, it would be amazing because you could actually give your kids the responsibility right now. What I mean by that is you could help them become a hero and be the hero that, or the hero, the heroine, the hero and the heroine that they really need to be right now. And think about how incredible this, of a reframe this is to really view what's happening right now as that sort of a gift for you and for your kids. Now, in outside of the kind of the big way to think about this and the big perspective shift, inside what's actually happening inside your family, I just said inside a lot of times, uh, is to create and really focus on the importance of rituals and check-ins. Now, rituals and structures are things that you do to bring your family together where you're truly present. Remember what I said in your the last thing where you don't have your work DVD in or you don't have your you know kids DVD or you don't have like you know what's happening with COVID DVD but you're actually focusing on the person in front of you with your all your attention. The fundamental importance of structure to the family unit and inside that structure, the importance of actually creating connection and presence is crazy. So for example, if you're all stuck at home right now, you should be eating at least dinner together and the phones are off, not on silent, off. They all go into a, a bowl. You put the bowl at the top of the table and you have to do the thing that you try and live your whole life avoiding and actually talk to each other. And what you can do is you can check in. You can go around the table and just say, hey, Sally, how was your day? And actually, you'd be like, no, no, come on, give us a little bit more. How are you feeling? What's going on? Great. And then move to the next person. And you can all share about how you're feeling and what's been going on. You can talk about some challenges you've been going through. You can maybe you know, think about a question or ask a question you've really been focusing on, asking them what's new. And then the big thing is to actually share gratitude, right? Like what's one thing you're grateful for? And you can actually run this as your family dinner. I really encourage you to do this. You know, my family has a, uh, a group Zoom call because we're all over Australia uh, right now every week. It's on a Sunday morning. And again, I encourage you to do that as well or Google Hangouts. It's very easy to figure this technology out, especially if you're committed. And then use that to actually check in with people and see how people are going and then to honor people, right? To actually go around and be like, hey, I, I really loved how you unpacked the dishwasher or to give everyone the technical opportunity to honor someone else around the family unit. And if you take this seriously, especially if you and your intimate partner are both enrolled in this, you create beautiful moments of connection with your family and you'll feel your family come together over this when in a normal instance, you just would have kept going through the motions or actually, you know, not even really thought about this and taking the time to slow down and really create intentional connection with your family is going to do wonders. Now, of course, being around each other is going to cause probably more stress than it normally would in some situations and you're going to have people not feeling great. And what you can do is use this as an example to build a culture inside your family household where you speak the truth without judgment, right? Without anyone doing anything wrong because you're a team, you're trying to get the team to be better rather than figuring out who's wrong or who's right. 
and you actually do the work to get into, you know, the Mr. and Mrs. that are coming up, the fear, the anxiety, the stress, the sadness, the why is he always doing this, the how come he never leaves me alone, the he's always picking on me. You can get through all of that, make sure people are taking responsibility and actually powerfully as a unit decide what you need to do. Now, the biggest thing that I, the last thing that I kind of want to leave you with is to, again, be creative in all of this because your creativity can just solve so many things. And I wonder what your kids need to start doing to take care of themselves, right? What do your kids need to do to put themselves first? You know, really think about that. Like, what do your kids need to be doing to taking care of themselves, to putting themselves first? How do they need to be towards their own kingdom? How do they need to be the hero inside their own mind? Are they at peace or at wartime? How can you help them with kind of various components? And again, it's really important to realize that every family member you have is going to be in a different place in terms of wartime or peacetime. Right now, as a society, we're at war, obviously, but as an individual, one of your family members might be in the trenches. And so how can you create service inside your family for that person? And then again, if people don't want to serve, realize that's okay. It's just that they're in prey mode and they're worried about being in prey mode. And how can you be with them in that place and help them let go of their prey mode so you can be there with your family? And I wonder what would happen to your family unit if you realize that people aren't ever trying to hurt each other. People are just in prey mode. And they're just in prey mode because their mind is being triggered, whether they like it or not. And it's just easy for you to step into that and to do something about it. Now, the final thing that I'll say is I just want to hammer this point one more time. This can be the greatest adventure your family's ever had. This will be a time you look back on with fondness because of all the time and the jokes and the love that you guys got to spend with each other. And you actually rediscovered what it could be to be a family. Now, the next and the next section in this and the final section on other people is actually, you know, to just then talk about your friends. And again, your friends, it's everything that I've said applies here together. Everyone's going to be in different places in terms of the trenches or the home front. How can you create service and connection with your friends? How many Zoom calls are you having a week with your friends, right? Right now, I've got three different Zoom calls happening. You know, one with family, one with one set of friends and one with another set of friends uh, and then one with my business because I'm creating maximum connection and creating community and this is an opportunity for us to come together. Again, to use that structure of a check-in. How are you going? How are you feeling? What's new in your life? Those are the three questions. What are you grateful for about now? And is there anyone you want to honor who's here as part of this friendship circle, right? How can you create that structure with everyone that's in your life so that you're just using this opportunity to get deeper and deeper into it? How can you serve as a group of friends? How can you all be heroes? How can you be creating connection together? How can you be standing there with each other? Can you listen to this program together and go through things together? Can you create a book club where you're all listening to a book at the same time? There's so many ideas that you can have to use this time and this big moment of pause that we've all gone through to really be there with each other and really to create connection and service. So again, not too much to talk about with the friends because it's kind of everything that's already been spoken about and to really take this opportunity to give more love, to give more light and to give you know, yourself to the people around you because you've given yourself to yourself. So there's nothing in the way for you to just serve and love and be who you've always been. Now, we've got one more section after this. I'm going to talk briefly about the impact of this on finances and talk about how I would relate to finances. Well, then, you know, that last section will be the tool uh, for that little delving or that little conversation you can have with anxiety. And then we'll be done. 